You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our final session. So, so pumped for you to be at the end point here, which is really, you know, a middle point, actually. Um, And I think that's so important to remember. And that's just something I wanted to say as we wrap up this last session is that, you know, there can be such a desire, I think, to, especially in the context of being on a podcast and having this recorded how we are, um, to feel like we want to wrap this up in a perfect little bow. Like I know Michelle expressed um, that to me and was basically just saying, you know, gosh, it feels like I should have this like end point or this wrap up or something like that. But the truth is like, she's still very much in the middle point. And so is our work together. We're going to be continuing, you know, after both of us have babies. Um, so, you know, listen with that in mind, because I think that sometimes it feels like, you know, we should be done quote unquote at a certain point, our journey should be wrapped up in a certain way. And the truth about business and shit life, right, is that we're kind of always ongoing. We're kind of always at a little bit of a midpoint. And so not making that wrong or not always looking for ways to put a bow on something or make sure it wraps up um, in this neat and tidy way is really, really valuable. I mean, certainly we wrap up in a way that gives Michelle context and clarity on what she's going to work on in the meantime and what to focus on next. But there's always a next focus and a next opportunity. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's how we grow as business owners and humans. So if you're kind of feeling that in something that you're in in business of this desire that like you should be done with something or be wrapped up or that you should have like the full lesson by now, please use this as permission to know we are all works in progress and that's okay. And that's kind of the beauty of this. And I hope that that's what seeing behind the scenes on this podcast really teaches us all. So I hope you guys enjoy this final session. And as always, please make sure to reach out to Michelle, show her some love, tell her what this season has meant to you and give her a big thank you. Here we go. Here we go. Final session. Well, final podcast session. Sorry, better session. Final podcast session. But yes. So many. But still very, very real and a very big thing. Yeah. Well, and I think what like makes this feel a little more daunting too is like, you know, we're not like just picking up like next month, right? right? Like you're about to go on maternity leave, then I'm gonna go on maternity leave. And so I'm like, wow, like four or five months later, what's going to be different? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I have a lot of feels. I feel like I'm in a very, like, nostalgic, like, reminisce place, but I'm like, no, it's probably not what's going to be helpful for today, and we can save that for our wrap Yes, exactly. <laughs> that That's next week. <laughs> that's, that's not what this Michelle probably needs, even though that's where, like, she wants to go and yes. all of her, like, vibes and feels. Um, totally. That's our wrap up session. We have room for that though. We do. We do have room for that. We also have room to make sure you feel so good moving forward and have like all the plans. Yes. Locked and loaded. Yes. And it probably would have been helpful if I wasn't a delinquent and had filled out my form. (laughs) I could like figure out where my gaps were uh, on like what I needed to do or where I'm feeling, but I guess we'll just talk and see where it takes us. Yeah. Well, well, I think like one thing I just really wanted to point out that, you know, I think was like a big thing this week that feels really important and feels important in terms of like moving forward and like trusting yourself here is like, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you did such a great job of like looking at like, okay, the story views have gone way up. Okay. They're really high on the weekends. Okay, cool. Let me pre-plan some like slides that can go out. Okay. Amazing. Those got way more views and now I have two, like two pieces of outreach off those. So the point I want to make there is like, you did exactly what we've been talking about, which is like, 
you weren't just like, oh, my views seem to go up. Hopefully that <laughs> works out somehow. You were like, cool, there is something I can do with this and about this. Mm-hmm. And then you really did that thing and then saw results from it. Like that's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. How do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. I feel good about it. I feel like I'd feel even better if there was like a client that came from that. But like it was the step again no, no, no. back to no, no, the no. – I know. I know. Why I know. is there not a client? There, people reached out about <laughs> potentially being clients. Mm. I know, Lisa. I know. <laughs> uh-huh. There is a client. I'm just deciding that she's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is my thing. It's like – Wait. What do you mean? Hold on. Hold on. I'm still going to give you a hard time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's not come like she's, she's here. here. You just yeah, she's mm. here. Okay, she's here. She reached out Ooh. to you. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, she did. It's true. Isn't it funny how we want to write that off almost? Mm. Yeah, it just doesn't feel. Re- it's like I don't know. It sort of feels. Like, I can get behind this, like, energetic circling, going back to the spirit <laughs> conversation. I'm like, there is a client energetically circling in the orb, in the sphere. It just feels weird to, like, assign it to a specific human because I, like, get worried about getting too attached to, like, one person. And then the disappointment of, like, that human didn't sign up. But that doesn't mean that someone won't. And then, like, someone else could come out of left field and be like, I'm ready. Let's do the thing. So, yeah, that's where, that's where my brain goes. I think there's a big difference between like getting so attached to the to it being one person versus not believing it when it's happening. <laughs> like I think those are okay. different things, right? So yeah. like let's just use a, a concept outside of business. Like let's say like when you and Ori were dating, it would it'd be like if you kept being like, "Well, my husband's coming." And it's like oh, But okay. like you're literally dating. <laughs> like I you don't have to be so attached to him, but like it would be weird to constantly be saying, like, yeah. my husband <laughs> is coming weird. from somewhere else, right? Mm. And he'd be like, WTF. Like, right. He'd be like, bitch, I'm here, you know? But also that's very different from being like, it has to be Ori and if we ever break up, I will die. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Okay. So that I was think a good, seeing- <laughs> that's a good example to just like showcase the ridiculousness of that thought process. <laughs> Right, because it's almost like when it gets close to you, you want to decide it's something else because it feels mm. like it will be like less daunting or disappointing potentially. Mm. Yeah. Versus like when it's closest, like what if we decided like that meant it's right here? Like again, not yeah. that it has to be this person, but like the quicker we write off that person, the harder we make it. Okay, so just want to give a little context of what Michelle and I are talking about here, but Basically, she came to me and said, hey, I'm seeing this huge uptick in my story views and it's especially really big on the weekends, super interesting. And so what we decided is, yeah, she doesn't wanna be on stories all weekend, but how can we come up with like a really simple um, series of graphics that she can very quickly put up if we know that that's when she's getting huge jumps in views. So. She did that. She took the data, brought it to me. We made a shift and then she saw really amazing results from it. She got two pieces of outreach that weren't even just about the single session, but were actually about booking um, full packages. So I really just wanted to give context on that because I think it's exactly what we've been talking about, which is like, what is the business telling us? Where can we look at the data and what can we learn from that? And it's also really crucial because notice how Michelle, Michelle's brain still wants to kind of do that thing where it's like, yeah, but it must be coming from somewhere else versus deciding that like those two people really could convert. Like it could be this simple. I think, you know, there has just been this kind of theme and tendency to think like it needs to come from somewhere else magical versus something I did. And I think a lot of us do that to ourselves in business. So it's just really important to see that she really took these steps. She really owned that action and she really made shifts based on what she was learning. And then to believe that that can be as easy as it is and that the clients really come from that is so crucial and so important. So take both of those lessons, both in terms of like, 
how can I really be in the business enough to see this data and take those actions that get me better results? And then how can I trust and believe in those results as they come? Yeah. And I think what feels different too is like, I guess, the funny thing is like one of these humans that like requested info, like literally is a former client who I've done sessions with who's amazing. Mm -hmm. And like, okay, she's like very likely to book if she decides that that's what she wants and needs because she already knows what she's like getting from our time right. together. Um, and the other person was like a new human, but like both of them requested info, like neither of them requested info about free calls. They were like, I want to learn about your coaching packages. Like I want to learn about your single sessions. Mm -hmm. And my brain just like, I'm like, it's just like very resistant to letting people pay me. And I'm like, we right. need to let people pay us. Otherwise we don't get to be a CEO and business owner. Right. And also like, it makes it so much harder on yourself, like just to kind of give you a hard time. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, you're making it so hard on yourself because it's like, that's what you want to have happen. But as soon as it happens, you're like, yeah, but probably not you. I know. I know. Right. So it's like, well, <laughs> how can this work that like where, like, what road does the universe have in? Because I don't, I don't know what it could do at that point. <laughs> nope. You're nope. like, I don't know either. Fuck. <laughs> I, I don't know either. The universe has to basically like throw cash on my house. And just be like, yes. here, girl, like walk out into a sea of money. Right. And then you'd be like, no, we're returning. I'd be like, this I need to give this no to sense. someone. Like, yeah. Where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> right. Mm. Uh, people would be like, oh, actually, money doesn't grow on trees. And I was like, well, there was a cash shower in my backyard. <laughs> but don't worry, I didn't keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get it back. Uh, yeah. LOL. I was just thinking earlier today about the fact that, like, this last session came at the perfect time since, like, the literally season is starting in two days. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be, like, directly working with Lacey for, like, four or five months, but literally I will have Lacey, like, yelling at me every single week through the literally podcast. Like, so to, like, true. have, like, a double stretch of coaching, like, and go back and be like, am I still falling into this trap? Or, yes. like, have we moved past it? So I'm just going to use the sessions as my, like, mindset coaching reminder. <laughs> Oh my God, totally. And also to, to, I think it will give you so much context to see how far you've come to where yes. you can like really like build on that self-trust and giving yourself credit and stuff there to be like, okay, wow, like that, that feels really different too. Yeah. Even just getting the reflections from folks on the live stream from last week, like when we announced yeah, like, that, was that so I cool. was the coachee of just like people being like, oh yeah, like I saw you get coached on Million Her. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, so much has changed. Yeah. Like, um, and I think a huge part of that is like, obviously like our work together one-on-one, -on -one, being in Julia's mastermind, like totally broke all of my like visibility, like show up stuff because you yes. have to take up space if you want to like get the things. Get support, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was really glad that I did that before the one-on-one -on -one because it just has allowed me to like be like, okay, well, I moved past that piece. So now I get to really just like take full advantage of like, okay, now we get to move through the stuff like real quick, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Absolutely. okay, I need to let people pay me. <laughs> yes. So can we believe that these humans could be the humans that want to pay? Like they don't have to be, like we're not gonna, you know, like close down the business if they don't, but like it's very they could possible. Be the ones. Yeah. <laughs> could be my future husband. Right. <laughs> that I'm currently married You're to. literally dating your your future husband being like, nah, not it. Mm. <laughs> they could be my future husband that I'm currently yeah. married to. <laughs> so what weird. do you think the resistance is there? Like when you think about that, is it just about the disappointment or does something else feel really present there? Um, I mean, I think it's a combo of the disappointment and just like the – I think there's like some lingering um, – like stuff of like, is it okay to get paid and be of service? Like, can you, can you like serve? Like, I'm, I'm not making any sense right now, but maybe I am, especially like in the like nonprofit higher ed space and knowing that I'm like in such a like vulnerable space working with my clients, right? Of like, they're already spending so much money. And so just like coming to terms with like, and then I'm asking them to spend even more money and invest in themselves. And like, because like when you invest in personal coaching, like 
you're also saying, okay, universe, like I'm willing to like look at all my shit and do the really hard work. And that's like really scary and hard too. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think like separating the fact that like I can do all that and I can like hold this really transformative space and also I don't have to do it all for free. (laughs) Like I don't have to sacrifice myself for the cause. Because that's not serving anyone. And so really just getting behind this idea of like when people pay me, everyone benefits. Because the human that I'm working with one-on-one benefits. But it also means that I have more money to be supportive, to show up more supportive. Oh, how beautiful and full circle that the dogs would just start barking right now. (laughs) They know it's our last session. They do. And I don't care anymore. See? It makes all the difference. Yes. So much transformation. Um. But also, like, thinking about, like, if there was, like, overflow and abundance of money in my business, like, how much I could use that to pour back into the community and, like, give to some of these, like, organizations that are doing research or advocacy work. And, like, yeah. I can't really do any of that right now. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, I, I do in, like, very small quantities. But, like, the impact I could have would be far greater. Um, yeah, and I feel like there's just always, like, a push and pull there. I mean – Okay, this is going to sound a little bit bad to say, but here That's we go. okay. Just say it. I'm not saying don't donate to causes and shit you care about. By all means, do that all day long. But what I think is the tough part here for you is that I I think that could almost be a cop out mm-hmm. of like okay, it's okay if I take the money because then I'm just going to put it other places that are for other people and like it feels yes. like it like is bouncing off you a little bit there. And again, not that that can't be a desire or an important thing, but I yeah. think like, you know, we've talked a lot about that idea of like, it's okay to be self-interested in business too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, that I think it's kind of almost like when the client reaches out and then you're like, like letting it bounce off you a little bit like, oh, but they'll come from somewhere else. It'll be something else. So I think mm-hmm. with the money thing, like, you know, We've talked a lot about like how there have been different iterations of like where you felt like you had to make it, where it felt like it didn't matter if you made it. But I think continuing to make that matter for you in a beautiful mm-hmm. way is super important where it actually does feel like it impacts you as opposed to it's almost just like moving through you to something else. Does that make sense? So I just want to add a little bit of clarity here on this conversation of donating. I think it is wildly valuable to have causes and things we care about in our business that drive us to want to make more money and do good with that money and spread that money around, right? I think that's so important, but sometimes it really can be a way to avoid having to receive it or see it as for ourselves. Meaning that sometimes the almost cop out is like, I'll make money and then I'll just give it to other people versus having to really process what it's like to receive and hold money. Um, And that is huge. But I think that (laughs) the reason I want to provide a little context here is because this is why one-on-one can be so important, right? Because it's not like it's true that there's inherently something wrong with wanting to make money to make donations in your business. That's actually really amazing. There's fundamentally nothing wrong with that. However, in this case, knowing Michelle and knowing her situation and knowing her tendency to avoid and definitely to avoid receiving, it's really important that we look at this. So it's incredibly valuable to have that one-on-one perspective of someone that really knows us and knows our faults versus these general opinions of like, it's great to donate in your business. Yes, general and true opinion. And there's more under that surface here. So really just wanted to kind of give context there to highlight why 101 can be so helpful. And to say, if this is how you accidentally kind of find yourself dipping out of receiving or getting to avoid that, this is really something beautiful for you to look at in your business as well. doesn't mean you have to stop donating, but it does mean you might want to look at what's driving that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think some of it is like, I just have to own like my desire to make money and like buy bougie shit with it. <laughs> like, I, like, I like bougie things, you know, and that's like what I enjoy. And like, there is some part of me that's like, this just feels wrong, which I'm sure I'm not the only human that's ever had this thought. 
Because, like, in my ideal world, like, what I'd love to see us do, especially as Ori, like, moves into having what we call a big kid salary. (laughs) Start paying our student loan debt and fund daycare for another child and all of that is, like, I'd love for, like, all of our household expenses to be covered by that and be able to use that, like, consistent salary as, like, this is our – this covers our baseline. Yep, yep. Um, But then my salary gets to be, like, the fun, the luxury, the, like, wealth, like – it, it like gets to be all the like extra and still mm-hmm. like can contribute to our baseline like as we grow our baseline, right? And that like feels really fun, but I'm like, oh my gosh, am I allowed to do that? Like is my business like allowed – like, you know, and not at like the 20K a year level, but like at the several hundred thousand dollar a year level, right? Like, yeah. And so that's like what I have been like – well, that's what I desire, but that's what I've also been grappling with on the flip side too. Of just like letting that be okay. Yeah, I feel like that's super, super important, right? Because again, we've we've kind of touched on this, but like if you're putting so much into the business, you want to feel like you're getting something Mm -hmm. out of it too. And like there's something like really like in it for you. And so if it's that you get to like, you know, do extra things and you have like uh all the all the stuff on top, whether that's vacations or whatever, like I think the more you can tap into that, the better it will feel to actually let it in, kind of like that money flows where it has a purpose um, sort of thing versus like, again, definitely donate to causes. Like I really don't want to make that wrong, but I think when that becomes a scapegoat for not having to like own what you want is when it's a problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes makes a lot of sense. And so here that ownership and that like allowing yourself to be like, of course that's allowed is so important because if not, like, it's so hard to get past that. Like, it's so hard to create abundance because I'm not allowed to have it. Mm. I know. And that's my, like, rub. And I, yeah, that's just, like, my, and then there's the part of you that then gets frustrated because it's like, girl, you're blocking the clients because you can't get out of this, like, (laughs) spiral loop that you're in. And that's, like, yeah. Ah! (laughs) Well, listen, I think that you there's no there's no benefit to you here in making yourself wrong there. There's just right. a benefit to knowing what problem to solve. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right? And so I think like what happens is sometimes the the strategy and the execution show us what mindset problem we still need to solve. So it's like you did great with the strategy and execution in terms of like paying attention to what was happening making an mm-hmm. adjustment around it, getting outreach for packages and having potential clients. Like, check, mm-hmm. check, check. Then all that showed you <laughs> is you have to be willing to allow them in and allow the abundance. And so you're doing all the right things. This is just the right problem to solve right now. You know what I mean? So you guys know my framework is mindset, strategy, and execution. And I really, truly believe that is the framework that gets us everything we want in business. I mean, <laughs> really in life too, but we'll, we'll use business for the focus of this. But I really wanted to illustrate how it all works together to solve the right problem here because I think this is very much it in action. So basically what happened is we figured out Michelle's next few months strategy, right? We did that a couple sessions ago. She saw things really come together this weekend after executing right after looking at what was going on, making that shift that we talked about earlier, seeing two people reach out for packages. And then what happened is it reflected to her the mindset stuff she has to work on now, right? So we we locked in the strategy, she, she started to execute. Then it became clear all the mindset work that has to happen from here. And this is how they all work together. It doesn't mean you always have to go in that order, but it means that once you lock in certain pieces of MSE, the the piece that you need the most support on at that moment will usually come to the surface and it will be very obvious how to solve the right problem from there. So really use that to look at your own business. Like if you're executing super, super well, but like every time someone tries to hire you or pay you, you don't believe them, cool, like don't stop executing, but definitely work on your mindset, but also don't solve it by executing more, (laughs) you know, because that 
still doesn't solve the problem of not believing people want to pay you. So it's just a really, really helpful tool to make sure you're focusing in the right place that's going to give you the best results. And so in this case with Michelle, obviously now she knows, cool, I'm really nailing my strategy and execution right now. I have some mindset work to do. And when that clicks in, this can be a well-oiled machine and not super exciting. Yeah, for sure. And I also am like, uh, because this is the other conversation that I have with all my clients about receiving and being willing to receive. Uh-huh. Yep. There she is, right? <laughs> there she is. Ugh. And the universe is like, here you go. This is what this gets to look like. Right. And for them, the conversation is about being willing like to receive support um, from friends, from family, from me, like, you know, and for me, it's from the monies. <laughs> yeah. So what what is keeping you from deciding you're allowed to do that? Because you kept saying, like, am I even allowed to do that? Like, what what stops you from being a, a yes to that or from saying, like, of course I am? Uh, I feel like it's a lot of the, like, conversations around just, like, privilege and knowing, like, you know, how many folks in this world, like, don't even have, like, enough, right? And so, like, who am I to want more than enough, right? Like, which I had a good cry about this in the mastermind. <laughs> this has been an ongoing struggle for the better part of a year um, and probably will be, right? Like at every level, I'll probably be confronted with this. Um, yeah, but I also know like me playing small doesn't serve any, like literally serves nobody. Nobody's I, getting richer because I'm not, you know, right, like- sure. Let me ask you this, and this like almost sounds too simplistic, but like, okay, so if I know this is the thing and this continues to be a thing, like what is my – what am I doing to solve for that? Like are you writing to that a lot? Are you doing mindset work around that a lot? Are you like – I mostly don't even notice it until it really pops up, so kind of nothing. Like what – anything is okay, but like what does that look like right now? Oh, definitely number three or whatever that last <laughs> one was. Number you three know, is I don't, I don't look at the things until someone's like, go look at the things mm -hmm. or it gets like – you know, annoying enough that I'm like, okay, fine, I'll look at it. Mm -hmm. So, like, I, I've looked at it occasionally over time and then, it, like, it goes away for a little while and I'm like, okay, fine. And, like, yeah, I and I was getting clients and then I feel like I hit this, like, weird slump spell that I don't know where it came from. And I was, like, looking at, like, my, like, numbers – I don't know when it was, maybe a couple weeks ago, months ago, whatever. And it's like my biggest sales month in my business was like January of like 2021. Mm -hmm. And it's like been either similar or lower ever since. And I'm like, what, what am I doing? <laughs> What's happening here? And what do you think the answer is? <laughs> Energetic blocks. <laughs> do you, I mean, you don't have to say that. Like, I mean, really, what do you think that it actually is? I mean, I think. I think it's like, well, the biggest thing that changed was I increased my prices mm -hmm. and I I feel like I haven't been able to like fully get behind. Like it's not that I'm not behind my prices. Like I think that the value's there, but I haven't been fully able to get behind like receiving that amount of money right. for mm -hmm. my work, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think it's just really good to see that because it's almost like – what you're saying, and like this isn't like in a give yourself a hard time way, it's just really helpful mm -hmm. to see is like I know and like continue to see what the problem is, but mostly like I haven't worked on it yet. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Like again, like like we're all going to work on things at different points in time when we're ready. But I think like what you could decide at this moment is that you're ready to do that work. Mm -hmm. You don't have to decide like, oh, I'm fully ready to receive that money today, no matter what. Like maybe that's too big of a jump right now. Yeah. But like what you could lean into is like, I'm really ready to work on that every single day. Mm -hmm. I'm really ready to like look at that several times a week, whatever that is, right? As yeah. opposed to almost like, I know it's there. I know it's the thing lingering. I know I'm doing all the other right stuff and I'm just not behind this particular thing. I mean – that's okay, but there's a solution, right? So what's really helpful and interesting to see here is that Michelle really feels like she knows why her numbers might not have increased, right? 
Um, and that's great. Like that is step one and awareness is so, so important. But she can also admit to herself that she's maybe had this awareness for a while and has kind of been avoiding it. And that's also really, really important for us to see because awareness is truly only step one. It's what we do with that awareness that matters. I think sometimes as business owners, we feel like the awareness should magically shift something, right? It's like, oh, now I'm aware of this problem, so everything should shift. <laughs> and while that would be ideal in many ways, it's usually not, right? Like the awareness just points us in the direction of what we need to do to make a shift or how we need to solve the right problem. So I wanted to just take this moment to really challenge you in your own business. Do you truly have awareness of what's working and maybe you're just finding yourself avoiding doing things to shift it? Or do you really need to get to step one and figure out what that awareness is and figure out why things aren't working. But if you can know which side of the fence you're on with that and solve the right problem, you're gonna move forward so much faster. But if you kind of stay in the middle ground of like, I kind of have awareness about the thing, but I'm kind of not doing anything about the thing, that's an easy way to stay stuck and quite honestly frustrated for a really long time in your business. So really want this to just be an opportunity to check in on that and see where you could really expand and step into your next level there. Yeah. And I think the part, there's like a part of me that's like, I don't know how, like, I don't know how to do that work. Like, I don't know how to like really get into it and like uncover it and like kind of, you know, pull it apart so that we can put it back together in a more helpful way. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing and like, it's, it's so basic, right? But it's just like, you're just telling yourself the opposite thing that you want all the time because that's what mm -hmm. you're programmed to tell yourself. And so the work of it every day doesn't have to look like this like deep excavation of like, <laughs> where is this coming from? Oh my goodness. Like that kind of stuff. It just has to look like I'm literally reprogramming my brain. Like I would think about it more even like scientifically than <laughs> like this like deep internal struggle kind of thing, but more like I've just been thinking for a long time that I can't receive at that level. And so every day me reinforcing that I can allow things in, that this is my truth, that this is my mm -hmm. new story, like 10 minutes of that is would be everything. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that does make sense. And I'm sort of thinking of it like a little check in with self of like, if a client showed up today and wanted to pay me in full for my three month package, where am I at? And maybe yep. some days I'm going to be like, yes, amazing. So good. And other days I'm going to be like, oh, just, you know, like, and then that will show me like where there's space to like um, affirm or like. Like, here's what I would say. Like, yes. And that's still like almost taking the medicine versus the vitamin. Ugh. Right? Lacey, we need like 10 sessions for this. <laughs> so <laughs> hear me out. So like medicine is like I check in with myself and I see if there's something there and if I need it. But because we love you and know that your tendency is to avoid, <laughs> nine times really out of 10, is. you're going to do a super quick check-in. You're going to be like, it's fine, it's fine. And then you don't take the, the medicine. What? I would do no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about, but not it. Mm, right? Um, but if I just am like, listen, this vitamin's good for me every day, no matter what. Even if I'm having a great mindset day, it's still great to take my vitamin. And even if I'm having a shitty day, it's still like, I don't not take my vitamin when I have a cold versus when I don't. Like, I just always take my vitamin. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm. Yeah. So I think that is where this shifts because you you can't keep waiting for it to show you that it's necessary because that's what makes all of this transformation take so fucking long for us as humans mm -hmm. mm -hmm. is because we mm -hmm. keep waiting until it's like this moment where it's like in your face. Yeah. But like next Tuesday, it's not going to feel the same intensity, even though it's still right. going to be there. Do you know what I mean? All right. So I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but it's such an important concept which is vitamin versus medicine, right? 
and why I really believe daily reprogramming work or daily mindset work is so essential because I see it as a vitamin, right? And we know that taking a vitamin doesn't necessarily mean something is wrong, but it means we're trying to go to another level or have more optimal health, right? Whereas taking medicine means something's wrong and I'm trying to get back to baseline. And that that is true with mindset too. Like you can use mindset to just keep bringing you back to baseline. That's totally your prerogative and that's fine. But if it could get you so much further than that, wouldn't you want to do that? Right? So the daily reprogramming work is about taking yourself way past baseline and to that place of what you want next and really calling that in instead of just kind of that place of like, okay, I can like get through my day and I'm all good. Very different things. So I really want you to look at this in your own business. Are you using mindset work as vitamin, vitamins or medicine, right? And ideally, if you want to keep growing and keep creating more of what you want, you're gonna lean into using it as a vitamin and do that work daily, even if you feel good, right? The point isn't just do it when you feel bad. I wouldn't just take my vitamins if I felt bad, right? The point is I do it when I feel good because then I feel better and better. So look at how you can start leaning into mindset and reprogramming work as that in your business and watch what an incredible difference it makes. Yes, I totally know what you mean. And like what I don't want to do is like five months from now or whenever it is that we like get back on a call, us be having the same exact conversation and be like, <laughs> I haven't gotten a single client since we last chatted because I've been avoiding this thing and like, you know, like, cause that's what the call is going to be. And then I think we talked about this last week too. Like my work is really like, can I catch these things before I hit those like quote unquote rock bottom moments where I'm like, yep. I have to change because I have no other choice. Whereas I'm like, yep. I can just recognize that like, I don't like how things are going and decide that I want to shift it now. Yep. And that every day my goal is just to be programming my brain and subconscious with what I want it to shift to. Mm-hmm. regardless of like where my brain is that day. <laughs> right. Even if like it's a good brain day, it still 100%. needs the reminders because yes. otherwise it'll just go back to default. Always. And the only thing that, you know, like tips that scale is repetition. Right. Or – you know, potentially like a big, big, big dramatic emotional event or something like that. But like, we're trying to avoid that. We are trying to avoid that. That is not, I don't need that to be in the cards. Right. Right. So no, we just need some repetition. And like, you know, I think it's the hardest thing to do in some ways because it feels so basic and almost too simple. Like it feels like it would have to be harder than that. But really all that's happening, if you know that this has been happening since last year, is Mm -hmm. you've just this is your most practiced thought around receiving and money right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So what do you want the new one to be? The new practice thought? Yep. The new thought. Um, Some convo of like, I'm actually open to receiving. It's safe to receive. It's safe to want more than enough. Um, it's of high service to receive. Um, yeah, some, some combo of those things, I think. I wonder if, I like that. I think that's a good starting point. I do. I like that it's safe part. I think that's important. But I I also want you to add something that feels very, like, tangible and practical because I feel Mm. like that's where we get lost sometimes, right, is that idea of, like, okay, now it's safe to receive, but I'm still not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, like, yes, not only is it safe to receive, but I'm actively receiving every day. I'm letting clients in. When someone Mm. reaches out, I truly believe they will be a client. When I get on a call, I truly believe blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yes. Like, this person I'm dating could be my future husband, actually. Right. Yes. Okay. Future husband vibes. Got it. Yes. Where it's like here now versus like it's safe for this thing to happen sometime. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, 
yes, it is. And that's important <laughs> for your body and brain to feel safe around that. And yes. it's here now, right? Mm. Yeah, which is the other conversation we've been having a lot of. <laughs> like, yes. let's just like, it's safe for me to get married someday. Versus. Versus I'm like dating my future husband. I'm yes. dating my future mm-hmm. husband. Which is so funny because this was literally never a problem for me in relationships. Like, so this is just like a space where that is a thing. Yeah, totally. And and again, I think like because you have other areas where it wasn't, it's actually helpful to compare mm-hmm. this to those because it makes you see how how it that doesn't have to be true. Yeah. Because like for me when I was dating, it's not that like you know, I needed you to commit to me on day one, but like I was dating you to feel out whether you yeah. were someone that I wanted to spend my life with, which makes sense of like, I'm engaging with you to feel out whether this is a good partnership for us to work together. Yeah. Naturally. And yet my brain's like, ooh, but not that one. <laughs> not This one's just talking to you because she's being nice. Right. Not that one. Someone will, I mean, like someone will just have to like ride in on a magical unicorn for you to. Oh, I would, I would, I would love that person. (laughs) You're like, this would be so much better. (laughs) Anyone is listening and wants to court me with a unicorn, you're in. You get to pay me. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Big, big difference though, right? To like, landed as in like a a now thing as in like Mm -hmm. way far in the future thing yeah and and I think that's the other piece of this that's so important because when we I look back at like almost like what you were saying at the beginning of this call like oh it would just be great if it was a client or like yeah but blah 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 like there's just so much disbelief that it could be now for you still and we've talked about that a ton too and so yeah. That's why that daily repetition of that idea that it can be now is beyond crucial mm-hmm. because if not everything that happens now just feels like it doesn't matter. Right. Or like it was a fluke. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think the thing that's like frustrating is like I don't know why I'm so like this is the area that I've decided to get so avoidant in. Like I'm like. Why? Why are we here? But I guess that's like not a really helpful question. Like, it doesn't matter why. It's just like, now what? I think that sometimes it's useful, of course, to know where things come from because it maybe makes it easier to shift it or understand it or whatever. Like there is mm-hmm. certainly relevance there. But I think if if it's not really bringing something up or very immediately obvious to you or feels like there's really like this big wound there that has to get processed. Like Mm -hmm. it isn't super helpful to kind of like dig a dry well, so to speak. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It is more helpful to be like, this is just a practiced thought that I get to shift. And if in trying to shift it, more stuff comes up. Great. I want to look at that. Mm -hmm. But I don't have to wait to, like, excavate all of that to start making that shift, right? Yeah. And I think it just gets us a little bit too in the neighborhood of making you wrong Mm -hmm. instead of where we want to be, which is like, oh, I'm, like, totally empowered to just, like, think a new thought. Yeah. Yeah. Does it feel too easy or, like, what's your – I mean (laughs) – you're doing this. <laughs> There's a like, lot of like like, face like touching your face all over. You're very <laughs> like I don't know if you're processing or like on sensory overload, but tell me what's coming up. <laughs> Maybe it's a combo. Well, it's just like funny because it's like literally like I feel like my business is like a really like high functioning like entity organism like I've poured so much into it and it's like there's a lot of like structure like I get stuff out consistently yeah and it's like instead of just like letting it be easy I'm like how can I make this as fucking hard as possible (laughs) uh Uh, because I'm like the the like the one that's like oh like let's just bring some drama and it's like we don't need we don't need the drama so I think I'm just, like, wrapping my head around that. I'm, like, why am I making this so hard? Like, why am I so resistant to just, like, 
being successful because like mm-hmm. that's what it feels like it is. And I've, like, say- built, I've built all the scaffolding, but then I'm like, mm, let's just stop here. When you say I'm so resistant to making it successful, does that feel very specifically tied to the money or does that feel like a more general thing? Um, it feels like a more general pattern in my life. Like there have been a lot of things that I've gone like three quarters in on and then just been like, okay, new direction. And sometimes I think like new direction was like, it's not that it wasn't the right thing to do, but it's like it always tends to happen on the cusp of like success, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like, I think part of that like avoidant <laughs> tendency. And I don't want to do that with this business. Like I yeah, want yeah. to actually take it over the hump, over the edge, which means that I actually have to do this like harder work of like reprogramming my brain and the mindset. Because yes. it'd be really easy to go, okay, well, I'm just going to go build more scaffolding somewhere else because I'm an excellent scaffolding builder. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you really, like, felt or saw yourself as, like, successful? Like, when when do you feel like was the last time you were, like, embodying that? Mm. Honestly, like, I feel like the, the, like, those moments of, like, deep success and satisfaction have really come from my infertility journey. Mm-hmm. Of just, like, being willing to stay in it. Ugh, this is going to get me emotional. Being willing to, like, stay in it and, like, doing the hard things and continuing to believe like even when it felt impossible. Ah, I'm so glad I cried on this <laughs> final session. <laughs> um, yeah. And I feel like that's part of like I've done a lot of really good things in my life, but like that's the thing where I like really showed up like 150%. I think what's super interesting there is that you should be so, 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 so proud of yourself for that, which I know you are. And we want to be careful that that's not the measure of success. Stay in it. Do the hard thing. Believe the impossible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so to me, that makes a lot of sense why you're creating that and in your business, like how you keep saying, why am I blocking this? Why am I creating this? Well, because I really believe that Success is measured by how hard it is, how impossible it feels, Mm -hmm. and how much I stay in it despite that. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny because, like, the thing that I'm actually most proud of is, like, I did all of that, but I did it, like, in a way that actually – like, that actually felt good to me, right? That, like – Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, like, things changed in my infertility journey was, like, when I started to do it with, like, gratitude and ease and, like, coming back to myself. And it wasn't about, like, this, like – victim mentality of like I can just drag myself through the mud for as long as it mm-hmm. takes. Um so it's like it's just it's funny that that's the language that I used around it cuz that's not actually the like well yeah but there's there you still want that element there. There's still a part of you that's like but the ease was so amazing because it was so hard. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be like they both have to like exist basically. Right right right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus it's like that could be what success looked like in your infertility journey. But again, mm-hmm. maybe like was that what success looked like in your marriage? Like probably not. No. Like I don't <laughs> think you would be like, oh my God, it was just impossible to believe Orly, Ori and I would ever <laughs> end up together. And I just stayed in it with him and believe like that's not your story. No, it was like a, it was like a <laughs> surprise, but it was like cute and fun and just like made sense and was easy so so you get to rewrite like so every portion of your life has had like a slightly different version of what that got to look like and so just being able to like rewrite that for the business and again the daily vitamin of that not the medication but that daily vitamin of like this is what gets to be my story about success in this business I think is so Mm. valuable because if not we're going to keep defaulting to like trying to make it feel impossible so we can have that like feeling of success when it comes, right? So what Michelle is really doing a great job of illustrating for us is that we all have some story around what success means, right? And checking in on that story is so crucial and it matters so much for how it shows up for 
right? So, you know, if Michelle's story is that success looks like doing a really hard thing and staying in it for a long time before seeing the result, then necessarily she's going to think that that's what it needs to look like in her business and, and show up from that place and take action from that place and create circumstances that support that belief, right? But if we can rewrite that success doesn't have to mean that, it's amazing how much that can shift, not only how we show up for it, but how like our actual circumstances evolve as well. So I really just wanted this to be a check-in for everybody is like, what does success mean in your mind? And not like the ideal version, although yes, let's get to it, but what do you think you've categorized it as? You know, a lot of us coming from corporate world or whatever have categorized it as like following someone else's path or like doing the things someone else tells us to do or whatever. Like, you know, again, maybe we have a similar experience to Michelle in a different version of our story is that it has to be really hard or maybe it has to take a while or we have to go through a lot first. So really look at that for yourself and ask yourself, like, what am I believing success means and how is that showing up in my business right now? And then what would it look like to start rewriting that every single day and seeing that in a new way? And how might I show up differently if I believed that truth? That is going to be so powerful. And I really, really challenge you to dive into that this week. Yeah. Yeah. What you thinking? I feel like re- like the idea of like rewriting that feels really hard. Mm. <laughs> okay, tell me more. Mm. Um, I don't know. There's like a part of you that's like, can I actually get to a point where like I believe that? Like, and it's not that I don't believe that that's possible. It's just like, can that actually be possible for me? Mm-hmm. Because why? Mm. Wouldn't it be? Mm. Just for clarity's sake. <laughs> I don't know. Like you're just special and it's just not for you <laughs> or, or what? I'm a special snowflake. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's no logical answer there. There's just like yeah. – that's just like where my brain goes. Okay. So then you just get to think of this as like an experiment. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you don't have to know for sure right now that like it will happen no matter what. But – you can for sure know it's worth the experimentation of it. <laughs> uh-huh. Right? Because it's not really worth the whole, like, make it super hard thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. We've we've learned that the hard way, ironically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're done with that. We decided last week that we're done with that. Mm. We did decide last week that we're done with that. So this just gets to be an experiment. Like, again, you don't have to feel like, oh, this is 100% possible for me no matter what. I don't think anyone ever feels that level of certainty, but I think you can feel like what's a hundred percent true is that I'm going to show up for this new version of it or show up for this new story and like treat it as an experiment to see like what happens if I rewire my brain on this kind of shit Mm -hmm. for the next four months. Like Mm -hmm. what if that's what you spend the next four months doing is like rewiring the fuck out of your brain around what it thinks about how hard success has to be or how you're not allowed to receive. Like wouldn't that be interesting? Mm. Yeah. That feels like a good way to spend the next four months. Doesn't it? Mm. It does. I feel like we like quantum leaped this conversation from like, <laughs> we're going to have this cry moment in September. To, <laughs> let's just have it right now. <laughs> to this, to today. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the universe was like, let's just like fast forward. Here you go. Go ahead and just like have this moment. <laughs> Get it out. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I think that's, like, really beautiful, too, because I, I really want you to leave with that, like, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, like, North Star, basically. Yeah. Of, like, if that is what I focused on for the next four months, even when I'm on maternity leave, when you're on maternity leave, when, like, you know, you aren't able to, like, be on client calls or whatever, like, if that was still getting the focus and that was still being rewritten, like – that would be the quantum leap, right? Mm. Yeah. Like if that's the only thing that I like. I mean, obviously, like I'll get the little detail things in my business done. But that's like, that's the thing. 
So I really love that Michelle gets to walk away from this session with a very clear North Star in terms of what she needs to focus on. And I really love that she keeps saying that she feels like we like quantum leaped this conversation. And you know, what she's really saying is she could work on this now, right? And really give this her attention and focus and go there. Or when we, you know, resume our work together a few months from now after we've both had babies, we could be just having the same conversation. And I think that is such an important realization that I, gosh, like nothing is more valuable than that in some ways, is being able to go, oh, this is something I'm gonna have to deal with regardless. And so I see that I either have the opportunity to deal with it now or later, what would it look like to quantum leap and deal with it now? And I think we can apply that to so many things in business, definitely mindset, but even strategy and execution. Like, oh, I can see that I'm gonna have to, you know, rework my relationship with sales at some point in my business. What would it look like to just do that now? right? Or I can see that at some point in my business, I'm probably going to have to get more comfortable being visible. What would it look like to quantum leap that and do that now? Like that is so valuable and so important to not pretend that something's just going to go away. And again, we know that Michelle can sometimes have a pattern of avoiding things. So she could see how it would be easy for her to just avoid this for the next few months and come back and have the same combo. But seeing like, no, I want to look at this head on because I recognize that like at some point to get where I want to go, I have to stop avoiding this. And if I stop now, it's amazing what quantum leap could happen. Like that is where all of our power is. So really want to leave you with that. Do you know what your North Star is and what would it like look like to go all in on that right now? What's the thing that you know that you're gonna have to be having the same conversation on months from now that you could just decide you get to fix today. That would be so powerful and so important to look at this week. So I really, really hope you dive into that. And like, mm -hmm. imagine, let's just, you know, say it's 15 minutes a day or something that you do that. 15 yeah. minutes a day over four months is a fucking wild amount of time. <laughs> That is a wild amount I can't math like that in my head, but I know it's a lot. Yeah. I need to go figure out um, – Julia just added uh, pussy power hours to lazy pleasure. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in lazy pleasure, so I need to go figure out when those are and yes. just like mm. be like, I'm just going to show up to this and this is the one thing that I'm going to do every yeah. day so that I have some accountability in that too. Yeah, and what if I just like use that to rewrite this story, not when and like – fucked around with something else or like worked on whatever I'm teasing, but like worked on yeah, repurposing yeah. my content. Like you can do that another time, but like what yeah, you really yeah. need to do is like, how am I rewriting this story? Mm. Yeah. Right. Mm. Mm -hmm. Does that feel overwhelming? Good, bad, doable, not doable. Um, I think it feels a combination of all of the above. Um, it's doable because, like you said, it is it is that simple. It's just a matter mm -hmm. of, like, committing and doing it. And I think this gets to be, like, that ultimate kind of exercise in self-trust of, like, can I show up for these 15 minutes each day for myself and do the thing? Um, I think what's so interesting is, like, this online space is kind of built in many ways to tell us, like, if we're not getting what we want, there's something we don't know. Mm -hmm. And – I think that is rarely the case. I think it's mm -hmm. if we're not getting what we want, there's something we're not doing. Mm -hmm. And again, this isn't in like a we're fucking it up way. This is just like in a we're humans way. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And so your opportunity here is to be in the doing, the doing of building that self-trust for 15 minutes a day, the mm -hmm. doing of rewriting that story, the doing of taking the vitamin. Like there's nothing you don't know. I mean, again, like just as evidenced by this weekend, like you notice something, you do something, you have multiple inquiries. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's just, what does it look like to rewrite some of this stuff to make those feel okay? That's really the mm -hmm. difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even like that I'm not like doing the things in my business. It's like yeah. embodying the thing. 
embracing, going back to my word of the year, embracing the thing, right? Like, can I embrace these inquiries? Can I embrace these potential clients? Like wholeheartedly do it. Oh, that's the connection right there. Right. (laughs) And make them feel embraced almost too. Like I know that like practically speaking you are, but energetically you're almost like it's not you. It'd be like dating someone and like practically you're showing up, but energetically you're like my husband's somewhere else. It ain't you. (laughs) Right. Right? I feel so loved, but like I don't. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And being able to do that before they like sign the contract and pay the money. Because you know the moment they're in the container, they're like – they are full on in, right? You get to be my future husband. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And not yes. having to wait for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that feels so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Which is where the safety part comes in, right? Like, mm-hmm. and that's why those fit together. I need to believe it can be safe and I need to believe it can happen now, right? And when those mm-hmm. two mesh, like, yeah, it's still going to feel vulnerable, but there's safety in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the reality is, is like, if it's not that person, like, I'll still be okay. You know, like, in the worst case scenario, right? Like, I broke up with plenty of people before I actually found my future partner. And I didn't die. (laughs) I think an important, like, rewrite that I would give you, too, is, like, you know how when we talked about success in IVF, it was, like, staying in it, doing the hard thing, blah, blah, blah. Like, what if it was, like – the level of vulnerability I was willing to go to. Yeah. Because I think then that can feel like a an easier bridge to the business of like, okay, could success be predicated on the level of vulnerability I was willing to reach in terms of putting myself out there and like believing and trusting and allowing and all of that. And like maybe that feels like a better bridge than mm. it was just, you know, like I had to do all the hard things and stay in it. It's like, yeah. No, I just had to be willing to get that vulnerable. Yeah. Well, it's funny because like when you repeat it back to me, I'm like, that's what it looked like on the surface, but that's not actually what was going on. Like that's not yeah. even the true story, you know? Yeah. So it's the like hard stuff, that that's, blah, blah, Yeah. Like that's yeah. not <laughs> like, yeah, that's not even the like actual full picture of it and like what was beautiful about it. So yeah, that's interesting too of like – the same story. We're just picking a new angle. Exactly. And we're telling that new angle repetitively and consistently so that that's the one that lands and sticks, right? Mm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my poor little brain is like. (laughs) It's like, mama needs a minute. (laughs) My poor little brain. I'm going to go like twirl around the backyard. (laughs) Process. Integrate. Yes. Totally. Pretend like it's raining cash. Be very, very proud of yourself for being willing to go here. Like I think, you know, especially for like last session and stuff, like the easiest thing in the world is to kind of be like, okay, and so in April I do da-da-da. I mean, I know that we already like came up with yeah. most of that, so you feel really solid there. But like it would yeah. just be very much easier to like avoid and default back to that. And so credit to you for being willing to go here and have this as your North Star for the next few months instead of like just the, the to-do list, you know, because that's something we've been working on a ton and you totally stepped out mm-hmm. of that here. So that is huge and you should be very proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That feels really good. Well, and the like, yeah. The other thing too is like, I actually think it's really, I'm excited to chat about this next week too, because this just like feels like we came full circle. Like we figured out yeah. the thing, like this like makes all like so much sense that this is like where we're culminating and like I said, I really do think we like quantum leap this conversation yes. from like, oh, you don't want to wait until September to have it? Great. Let's just go ahead and have it now. Um, in our matching cream white stripes sweaters, no less. Yes. We're twinning today, which just makes it all the more perfect. Um, so yeah, I like – it feels really good to be here even though my brain's like – you know? Yes, totally. Um, well, you still have me in base camp. I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Okay. You still have, you know, our wrap up next week. So I think mm-hmm. that will be good processing, but let me know what comes up. Let me know how you're doing with the spending time on it each day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to commit and 15 minutes every day. Yes. Perfect. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. Still here for you. You got this. Thanks, you know what your plan is. You know what your focus is. 
Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see what happens in September. Me September. Too. Oh my god, I can't. I know, right? Hopefully it'll be like a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> it will well, be a lot of good stuff. Dear. I'm deciding. Thank you, Lacey. I appreciate you so much. I will talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset, strategy, and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.